What's up, y'all? This is an interview I got to go to a new bar that was sent to me by a referral from a friend here in the Macon area. Um, Macon, you know, middle Georgia, you know, a lot of people travel through and anybody who's, you know, touring as well. You know, this is touring season now. We're getting into the warmer months. But yeah, Mario Guzman Soriano, who saved up all his money, him and his wife, and they opened up a bar on Ingleside Drive. I've been in it. It's a nice, intimate setting. Um, there's also a smoker's uh, lounge that's inside of it as well. Very dope. Um, so y'all make sure y'all check out the interview. You can go watch the interview on Facebook page, Bank That Radio Show, or YouTube, Bank That Radio Show, or Bank That Radio Show, or Bank, no, Bank That Radio, I believe. Or if you have the app, you can pull up as well. Um, just go to your Apple store or Google store. If you have not downloaded the app and type in banked out B A N K E D O U T T radio show, and you'll pull up the app and you can go on there and go through the features and listen to the podcast or also watch the video as well. Cause the YouTube links to the app. But yeah. Y'all enjoy. Yeah. Told y'all this was a movement. One time for the team that's gon' hustle for the cream. How we know it's grind to the dough come. This the bank that radio show. We controlling the globe, and we second to no one. Every time we emerge, we putting that work in. Bank that do it for the culture. Putting on for the city that's 24-7. And we show we love like we supposed to. And we keep making moves by coastal. Know those suckers didn't believe, but I told you. Bank that about to be your household name. And bank that mean we about more change. You don't even know just how I really get. You rocking with the best, so tuned in when you better be. Plus, you getting fancy like Nancy on every single day of the week. And chopping game like a Cherokee. Ballin' like Odell, tryna step more mill Networking every way, it's about to be a movie Gotta go big, it's the only way to do it It's a conglomerate, we gettin' to it Plus we got heat for the streets While you puffin' on the cook shop leaf Riding out on the interstate We got Indies and majors We international players All about getting paid, make sure to tune in And tap in with the movement Cause it's about to go down Shout out Discover this, captain of the mothership If you ain't know, then you know now We about to get We're tuning in for another episode of Bank That Radio Show. I'm your host, and I'm here on location at Haley's Lounge uh, with owner, proprietor, Mario Guz, Guzman? Guzman Soriano. Soriano. Okay. I, yeah. I just don't I like that. It, it's like, it, it flows. <laughs> it yeah. Guzman Soriano. Okay. So uh, we're going to get into it. Um, so uh, Mario, for everybody out there is going to be watching this interview. Um, one, when did you uh, found Haley's Lounge? Uh, it was found in uh, 2020. Okay, so during a pandemic. Yeah, during a pandemic, and you know, it was in something we wanted to get into, and it was, it, I guess, it just rang. There was time to get started. 
Okay, so this is a lounge, so like a bar. Mm -hmm. You have a cigar. Mm -hmm. um, I guess. But technically, what do, you, what do you call that area? There? That's be like that's a cigar lounge. Okay, so a cigar lounge inside of the lounge. Yeah. Um, you serve alcohol here, mm -hmm. and the, uh, where people come in, you know, and just relax. That's the vibe uh, again from it. But why, like, start a bar? Well, the thing is that I looked around and, and I went to a few places and I just wanted and I saw that the need for it for the the kind of the more mature crowd that they just want to come and, and have conversation. Yeah. And without all that disturbance. I'm not saying that that's, you know, that's not around, but they just wanted something comfortable. And and people at work, you know, and people that I talked to says, we need something, we need something. And they came you know, a place I went to and I, and I told them about my ideas and says, well, you need to do it because we need we need something to run, you know, and, and, and they kind of people kind of push me to yeah. to, to 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 move faster, mm -hmm. and also pick the area. Yeah. Okay. So um, definitely, um, I didn't know what they were going to do with this area over here. Mm -hmm. I freaking uh, Ingleside every now and then. Like I'm familiar with the garden mm -hmm. um, spot. I'm familiar with the pizza place mm -hmm. and the. Uh, the uh, food down there too. The, what is it? The Caribbean. Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beaten there pre uh, plenty of times yeah. over the years. Um, so like, why this particular area? And you know, um, who do you say you want to really cater to? I want to cater to the kind of the mature crowd, the, mm -hmm. the the you know the people that want to just come and relax. You know, it's it's, it's catered to everybody, mm -hmm. but people that want to just have and be comfortable and says hey I'm comfortable and it's not a lot of traffic mm -hmm. and not the traffic even the traffic that I've been having in the last couple of days has been amazing mm -hmm. because they love the the the, the 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 vibe they get from here yeah like like, like I said like when you walk into it, it it's comfortable mm -hmm. right um, and it's to me it, it feels like it's designed for an intimate setting oh yeah right so conversations like you said it's not too you know like how you can walk into some establishments and there's just too much going on. Yes. So your eyeballs are just fixed on everything. Everything's laid out nice and neat. Um, you don't have too many TVs or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's not a distraction. So to me, it reminds me of a situation like um, like Cheers on a sort of TV yes. show. <laughs> uh, where you actually come in and you go to the bar just so you can unwind. Mm -hmm. But it's the point about like you can do stuff, but it's about having those conversations. Because I think we've gotten away from like just being social creatures because that, that's our nature mm -hmm. um, talking about the careers talking about football game basketball games mm -hmm. you know uh, you know I, I got a good got a lot of close friends mm -hmm. uh, you know and they just you know, a lot of people just want to sit and, and, and smoke a fine cigar mm -hmm. and be private because that's probably they don't smoke out here mm -hmm. but they're smoking there but they just have that close conversation like Friday there were there was about six people in there mm -hmm. you know and they were just having a hell of, uh, I mean yeah they said we come you we're gonna stay for a little bit and they stayed all night yeah <laughs> but that's that's compliments to what you yeah. got going mm -hmm. here though and because it's, it's about the experience and the vibe and and, I, and then really I did like I told them I said, hey, it's not about drinking mm -hmm. there's people you know like last night they were drinking coke mm -hmm. you know they had a food truck outside mm -hmm. they were buying they came out here mm -hmm. and they had a good time out you know, yes, I have liquor, but the main part, the main goal is people to come and have a comfortable time. Yeah, like you said, like in the name, lounge. Mm -hmm. To come somewhere for a specific amount of time and just to be comfortable in doing it. So uh, you started in 2020. Um, how has it been since then, um, as far as like, you know, generating 
interest in people coming in and knowing that you're here? It, it's been, it's been, you know, it's been really good. It, people have been waiting for it because I kind of drove my feet a lot, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of red tape mm -hmm. that yeah. I have to go to, yeah. you know, because I, I didn't want to start a business without having all my ducks in a row mm -hmm. for my health, health, you know, the health department, mm -hmm. my liquor license, my tobacco mm -hmm. license, everything that makes it flow, even the POS system. Mm -hmm. Now I don't want to run a regular cash. I want to make sure I run a, a smooth. And people feel comfortable when if they pay cash or they pay with the card that they're secured. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so it's it's been it's been challenging, but it's been wonderful. Yeah. You know, and um, I think I mean I, I like I think it's growing. Mm -hmm. I think it, you know I'm getting a lot of mi uh, mixed crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a crowd on Saturday, mm -hmm. and they was probably till the end of the night. And one of the guys who had Spanish and said, "Do you got Spanish music?" Mm -hmm. So yes, so I played it. They danced for an hour. <laughs> Him and his wife, you know, they, they don't go out a lot. They got four yeah. kids, five kids. Oh, no, I know how that is. My, <laughs> my wife and I, we have eight. Okay. So <laughs> we don't get to go out and enjoy ourselves a whole lot or whatever. So to be able to do that in a place where you're comfortable and you ain't got to worry about anything, I'm like, that means a lot. Mm -hmm. you know because our, our time is very, you know what I'm saying, centered around them. and. I'm like, there's not a whole lot of people who want to watch eight kids anyway. And you can't just let everybody watch your kids. I'm like, you don't have the same values and stuff. Exactly. So it's dope that you're able to provide that environment. Um, so this isn't your own first uh, business venture that you've done. So let's dive into um, what you were telling me earlier about, you know, your previous adventures. And you say, you know what I'm saying, they, didn't, they were failings, but I look at them as learned lessons. Um, because to me, the definition of failure is not trying the fact that you actually tried in those other ventures mean that you know what i'm saying you were successful you just didn't hit the markers that you were yes. going for yeah so let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit yeah because um i had a used car lot in california mm -hmm. you know so and 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 and, and, and same thing with the car wash mm -hmm. and the 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 nominator with that was uh, you know the the, the i have partners mm -hmm. and i kind of didn't show a lot of presence mm, okay. that's what my my I learned from that mm -hmm. uh, that you also have to be involved mm -hmm. if you're putting your money in it you got to watch your money yeah you know driving you know use car lot you know I had and uh, you know and traveling and having it in California not watching what funds is coming in what's going out mm -hmm. and me being young and say okay I'm I own a car lot. I drive a nice car but mm -hmm. I'm not watching my money yeah so same thing with the cop. Same thing with the car wash, and it's just, it just, I learned from, I learned from, from those experiences that like you said, that this one here is just all the, everything that was done was between me and my wife. Mm -hmm. We didn't ask for the banks. Mm -hmm. We actually saved for this. We've been saving to open this up for twenty years. That's what's up. But I'm mean, like, it gives you that yeah. sense of accomplishment. It gives you that sense of okay. You've learned from what you, uh, your past experiences, and you can control mm -hmm. everything without having to, you know, give over that power to anyone else. And to me, I tell people that's the greatest feeling ever, um, is knowing that you have a vision for something and able to finance that vision without anybody else's uh, distraction from anyone else. And sometimes, you know, people, they can't see your vision for you. No. Because you know, it's your vision. Exactly. Um, they have to just wait until you get there mm -hmm. to be able to see it. 
So uh, what, what were some of the, you know, because a lot of people, when they open businesses, they don't understand, especially when it's brick and mortar, right? Mm -hmm. So like, take us through the process of like, you know, the health department, you know, uh, was that a tedious process for you, getting a liquor license, tobacco license, all that? It was, it was a lot of paperwork and a lot of back and forth and a lot of inspection. Like you get the building, and I thought the building's gonna be pretty simple mm -hmm. for the fire department to come down. And they did, till they got to a section, said, oh, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. You need the help now. You need the building, the the planning, uh, zoning mm -hmm. to come out here and tell us what we need. So now I need construction. So now my budget is different. Yeah. So that was the process, and and as you know, we were we were trying to do this during the COVID nineteen. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the state and federal, uh, uh, you know, facilities that help supports were closed. Mm -hmm. Everything was done online. Mm -hmm. You know, they come, but it was you know for, you know you got to get your building the right building. Make sure. I mean, I learned now, I know exactly what needs to happen and, and the process. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I can't take away from the health department. That group over there has been very helpful. Mm -hmm. Very helpful, and I mean, through, through, you know, through the process and helping me along. So most people, you know, it takes them a while to be approved and pass inspection. They came in here and then you know, told me what I need to do. I fixed it, I called them back, made an appointment, came back. And mm -hmm. the thing was that they did, what I liked about them was that I had three items. Mm -hmm. Even though I had three items, they went through the whole process again. Mm -hmm. Inspect everything again. So I, it, it was a lot of a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, getting the building permit to put a, a dividing wall, that's mm -hmm. real critical, fireproof wall. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, and believe it or not, if the fire department will sign off, the zoning department will sign off, the health department will sign off, the business license, so everything flows in. Mm -hmm. uh, alcohol license was, was more of, you know, it was okay to, you know, it was really to, to submit the application and really and, and pass your background check and make sure everything's, is, you know, and, and then make sure you, you have, you know, you be, you are able to hold the license. Mm -hmm. And one thing is understanding what license you need because there's different kind of licenses for mm -hmm. different, uh, for different uh, uh, beverages you drink. So I decided I'm I'm going all out. Yeah. Some people just want to get the the the, the beer, yeah. you know, or they'll get the wine. One, yeah. I want I want all three of them. All of them. All three of them, and I budget. The thing is, I also set a budget for this place. The money that I that me and my wife we we budget what we want to spend, mm -hmm. and we came below budget. That's a, that's awesome. Yeah, because yes. a lot of a lot of the work you see. Mm -hmm. Was really uh, was done by by me or some friends. Mm -hmm. No, you know we didn't hire a contractor. We, we did hire for some of the stuff that they, that they told us to do. But miscellaneous stuff, we we went yeah. and did a lot of it. That's what's up. Um, so like, did you do like a grand opening? No, we have. Yeah. But we've been doing a soft opening. Okay. I'm trying to get the feel and mm -hmm. seeing what the what the what the crowd likes. Okay. Because not because I bought I got all all this special liquor that they drink. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've been getting lists of, of what they need, so mm -hmm. I want to make sure I accommodate them. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's been really good. I mean, I'm getting a lot of feedback, so I'm trying to stack, uh, stack the bar mm -hmm. with the needs of the community. Right. So uh, when do you plan on like doing like a grand opening? I'm thinking of a grand opening. I'm trying to do one in April, okay. May time frame, get everybody, because one thing is I would like my family to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is, this is just not Mario's. Mm -hmm. This is my wife, mm -hmm. my son, mm -hmm. my daughter, mm -hmm. named Haley. Yeah. 
That's yeah, I, I figured that's what the, <laughs> that's what it was. They had to be like a family member or something like that. Yeah. So. We got a good. We got a good. Uh, we, we and her have a good t- uh, good relationship. So mm-hmm. I named it. I named it after her and. You know, she's a, she's in Utah. She works for a big company, mm-hmm. but she spends time. She gives a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been pushing a lot of uh, the Instagram, mm-hmm. like yeah. my web, my my Facebook. She's been doing that. For yeah, all that. that's what I was actually gonna get into. Like, you know, knowing, you know, what I'm saying you had to do all of this. Then who's handling the other side as far as like the the Instagrams, the social media, just letting people know the presence of it, and because that in itself is a full time job. I don't think people realize. Like taking on a business idea and you know getting it to the point to where it's tangible. I'm like you have all the business stuff, so you got the operational things. You got the whether or not you're gonna be physical or online, whatever the case may be. You got your inventory, your goods, or the services you're gonna offer. And there's a whole nother thing where you actually got to push the business. <laughs> exactly. And that's full time into itself. And and, um, and that's what we're doing right now, pushing it to to uh, so we uh, build up to a grand opening. Mm-hmm. Like today is probably going to be a good, a good, uh, a good night. We had a good night last Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been open all this week. Mm-hmm. We've been having people come in. Mm-hmm. You know, last night was a pretty good crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't expect it, but it is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, are getting to know us out here a little bit and mm-hmm. driving by and seeing the, you know, and it just, it just, just people just meeting people. And and one thing that I love to do, my wife said, is says you gotta be, you gotta do good because you like to talk to people. Yeah, well, actually, you know, I tell people all the time that you can sell to people or you can have conversations, mm-hmm. you can actually sell without selling. Um, and that's the thing, you know, if you're a people person, people gravitate towards that because they want someone to listen to them and they want feedback. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because um, my friends come come in, but they know, and I see a new client, I need, I see a new person come mm-hmm. in, I'm going to come and talk to them. I want to know where they're from. Mm-hmm. I want to know what they like, what they don't like, you know? Yeah. I introduce myself to them, yeah. you know, and, and tell, them, tell them what I'm about. So what's been everybody's reaction to the heads coming to this seven so far? Man, they have given a lot of positive. Man, they're like, man, this is cozy. This is good. Like you said, it was not, you know, you don't have to wander around. No, you don't. No. So you could actually sit here like a couple that came in Friday. They were actually came and sat and had a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, they said they wanted a place that him and his wife could talk some stuff out. Mm-hmm. And they did that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we did that. We were able to have a couple of drinks and talk about some stuff and not worry about that somebody's watching us. Mm-hmm. So, and being safe, you know. So I, I'm, I'm totally, totally towards everybody coming to the Haley's Lounge mm-hmm. and feeling safe and secure. So what's your uh, goals for like, you know, the rest of the year and like moving forward since you have this? My, my, thing, my goal is, is continue building on Haley's Lounge mm-hmm. and probably in 2023, mm-hmm. like June or July, moving downtown. Okay. Keeping this place here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I, cause I, I mm-hmm. own a couple of buildings, yeah, and I want to make sure that I utilize them to my best of to my best mm-hmm. of my ability. So right now, start small, you know, and still continue to have this one here. Mm-hmm. But what I, my goal is move to downtown and really have a big place. And the, 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 have the, the top floor to be all pool tables. Okay. I build it. And then downstairs will be your restaurant and your and your restaurant and your bar. Mm-hmm. But upstairs will be just pool. a lot of pool tables will have tournaments. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, you know, you're building a model for like, you know, that's going to surpass yourself as far as, you know, 
something that has longevity mm -hmm. and also building generational wealth. Is that something that's important to you? Yes, it is. And then really to me that I could leave, leave something to my kids. Because mm -hmm. I know my, my daughter, as soon as it gets going, she's already working on what she, what her plan is mm -hmm. to come to Georgia and run. Yeah. That's what's so, up. So, so I love that. I love the fact that you know you've done that. Um, did you come from a, a, a family of like you know where your parents were entrepreneurs? Yeah, my dad and my mom bought both businesses. You know their own business for a long time. And matter of fact, well, I was born in the islands, Dominican mm -hmm. Republic. And my dad and Dominican Republic is one of the main. He was one of the main founders of. We you got you guys call it money exchange. Mm -hmm. We call it Casa de Cambio. Okay. That was his. That was that was his. Uh, that was his business. Mm -hmm. And my mom was mostly just little small things like toy, little toy stores and clothing stores and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, and it, got, it came a time that they brought the family to New York. You know, and my, my mom did her stuff and opened up a. You know, for for them not knowing English mm -hmm. or speaking English, they knew they're broken up a little bit. Mm -hmm. They did very well in the states and were able to maneuver because they had they were born with that with that business mind mind frame mm -hmm. so i learned a lot from my dad i learned a lot from my mom and my dad taught me a lot you know treat people how you want to be treated mm -hmm. and those those customers those workers are my family and i'll tell you something real quick my dad fired me because mm -hmm. <laughs> i was misusing that that dad, that dad, that you know, my dad owns this place here. I do yeah. what I want. Yeah. And they they gave me a warning and they said, uh, you know, the manager came down and said, your dad said he's not gonna give you no more chances. Just it's up to me. Mm -hmm. So they fired. Mm -hmm. I said, this is my dad. I went to my dad. Says the manager runs that place out there. You need to go to the house and we'll talk. Yeah. So I went to the house and he said, you need to call him back and says, you gonna do right. If you go do right, he'll find a, a place for you, mm -hmm. which he did. Mm -hmm. But the worst place. They yeah. gave me the dirtiest job. Yeah. <laughs> when but I had know, a comfortable job. That's the build character, though, <laughs> because I think, you know, that sense of entitlement. Oh, yeah. I tell my kids about this all the time because they see me and my wife, we're doing so much stuff. And like I said, I have multiple businesses. Mm -hmm. And as we keep continuing to push them and grow them, I tell them all the time, when are y'all going to have to, like, eventually take over this stuff? But don't feel entitled because just because you're my blood and my child doesn't mean that I won't put the best person in position. And then you have to work for them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I see where, you know, because if you look at statistics uh, in the United States, when someone starts a business and it becomes successful, the second or third generation is gone, especially in the black community. Mm -hmm. By the end, it doesn't survive that. Mm -hmm. But you have all these other like there's vineyards out in California where you know seven, eight, nine, ten generations. Yes, that's correct. And I'm like, we have to take on you know what I'm saying a different mindset of you know appreciating what our parents built for us, mm -hmm. and then taking it to the next level and staying consistent with you know the values that were created for that particular brand and business. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's been uh, those taught me those lessons that I learned and, and as, uh, as being working, you know, working for my dad and being around him taught me a lot and I, you know, and and it was so, so warm to see that when my dad died and we had his funeral, mm -hmm. they all flew to see him, you know, see him off. That's dope. No, so it, it, my dad and my mom, you know, both of them are business minded. Mm -hmm. My mom is like a, like a, I call her like a Don King. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mine, she, she rubbed that kind of. I was just scared of my dad, but I was scared of my mom and business. Because <laughs> I could, I could smooth my dad out, but my mom was yeah. not a person. Mind calculations, she mm -hmm. she knows she knows everything. So I was like, man, do I want to do this? No, I didn't ever did this because I know how sharp she was. Yeah, but you know, you need someone to keep you on your toes and stuff, and someone that can actually show you because it can be, it can be hard out here. And like you know, they say um, statistically, uh, businesses you know fail within like five years at sixty percent chance. Now, what I do know as a business major, and you know, someone who's been doing business, like I said, since two thousand five, um, those numbers are actually underreported as far as. They don't report anyone who has a business, but they have a full-time job funding that business. Those people are not counted in that stat. So it would mm -hmm. actually drop that 60%. Uh -huh, it would actually drop it. Um, but they don't tell you that though. Mm -hmm. Like they, they have all these scare tactics and stuff. Like they don't want certain people to start businesses or whatever the case. And I think, you know, COVID has actually shown people, uh, the pandemic that, you know, at a certain point, people are expendable with the working at a, a corporation. Um, so I'm glad that you know people jump out there and start businesses, but at the same time, I want the right people to start businesses who have that desire, who feel that you know they can do something that's better than what they're working for with someone else. But another thing is not living out of your means. Yes. You know, I don't need a Mercedes to be parked out there. Yeah. I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. And my dad taught me that. My dad said, hey, you, you, buy, a, you buy a lot of watches, Mario. Mm -hmm. Do you need them? Mm -hmm. You got one. Mm -hmm. No, I can tell the time is fine. Mm -hmm. So he says, just buy what your needs are. And he taught me that a lot. He says, I used to buy, I believe me, that was probably one of the worst in my, in my family to buy out of my means. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, but me, right now, I've learned that after he passed. I passed away and, he, and I started putting my mind together and, and a little bit of money he left me, I was like, everything started clicking to me, what he, what he was saying. Mm -hmm. So I started being successful then, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and, and I had a full-time job, even though, like you said, I had a full-time job, but I was still spending my full-time money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand, you know, keep it with the Joneses, whatever, mm -hmm. it's a societal pressure mm -hmm. to be able to, I'm like, no, I don't like, Mm. I tell people all the time, I don't like spending money. Mm. The only time I'll spend money, I'll spend money on like new business ideas and stuff like that, knowing that you know that money will seed and if pushed correctly, it will flourish. But as far as just consuming stuff, I'm like, no, I, I try to do the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do too. I, I try to just, you know, I don't live in a big house, you know, but it's mine, it's paid for. Mm -hmm. My bills are paid for. I got a bed to sleep in, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm comfortable there. Yeah. I you know I don't need ten bathrooms when I'm gonna go to use one. Exactly. And then you know what they say, like people with the big houses where they don't have like you know mm -hmm. the big families or anything. I'm like, you can only sleep in one bed. One so, bed, one bathroom, one kitchen. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> um. So yeah. So. I've enjoyed this. Um, I, I appreciate Brandy calling me because I like to find new businesses and you know help uh, push them. And like I said, I, I love the aesthetics in here, so I definitely uh, want to see you grow and people support. Um, as far as the cigar lounge, um, 
what can people who like to smoke cigars expect? Cigars, all the cigars, most of the cigars, 90% of my cigars are, um, are home roll. And I even got my own little brand out okay. of the islands, all Dominican leaves. But mm -hmm. I try to to cater to home roll cigars, not factory rolls. I can tell the difference mm -hmm. and be sure, make sure they got a good hang time, mm -hmm. a good smoke on it, and a mm -hmm. good aroma that people like and says, I like that cigar. Mm -hmm. You know, for some people like, and, 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 and also not pricey, mm -hmm. average pricey. Even though some of the cigars are overpriced and, that, and they're overpriced because they ship them from different places, so they jack the prices up because mm -hmm. you can't get them all the time here. Yeah. But don't you know this? They all most most of your cigars, good leaves, come out of Dominican Republic or Cuba, okay. and they're the same leaves really. Mm -hmm. But they just like Cuban cigars, Cuban cigars. Like the only reason is you can't import them here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so the price when you do get them, you know, which I do got some, you know, they, they jack them up. Yeah. So I also tell people, I challenge them, I said, tell me the difference between this Cuban and my cigar. Mm -hmm. They're the same leaves. Mm -hmm. So, and like Brandy, mm -hmm. did she did an excellent job last night. Mm -hmm. That's the first night by herself. Mm. She got, she, and, and she's a go getter. Mm -hmm. She went and got her all the requirement license mm -hmm. and worked out boy last night. That's what's up. Yeah, she did yeah. good. She did good. She was nervous at the beginning. Yeah. But she came up she came up like a superstar. Yeah. But you know that you know, people they need to like, you know, bring yeah. themselves in and mm -hmm. like develop that confidence and things of that nature. Um so uh what are like hours of operation right now? Right now we work we are we're gonna be open seven days a week to promote it. Okay. Uh Monday to Wednesday we're opening up from six to ten. Okay. And then on Thursday it'll be six to twelve. Okay. On on Friday, we're gonna open up at six, and Saturday. I mean, Friday and Saturday is gonna be until like okay. six to until, and it's between. But cannot pass the legal time to shut down, which is at one thirty. We gonna call last call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sunday we'll come in and watch some games, and the game will be from six uh, to ten o'clock, and see what the crowd what the crowd is feeling. Okay. That's what's up. Well, like I said, I appreciate the time, appreciate the experience, and coming here. Um, where do you want people to learn more about uh, Haley's Lounge? Where do they need to go? They need to go, uh, if you go to Facebook, there's a Haley's Lounge uh, uh, website, uh, there's a Facebook account, okay. also on Twitter. All you have to do is put Haley's Lounge, Macon, Georgia, and you'll find mm -hmm. it. And there's pictures, if you want to come and visit, you want to post, those, those, those two are up and running. Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, Haley's Lounge. Go follow, come, check out uh, the new spot here on Ingleside. What's the address here? It's 2308 Ingleside Avenue. 2308 Ingleside Avenue. And I'm going to get some footage for y'all just so you know what the inside looks like. Mario, I appreciate it. Thank you. Man, thank you.